What's going on? This is Andy. And this is August. Hey guys, it's Liz. What's going on guys? This is Brandon. What's up? This is Dave. What's up? It's Logan and Kai. And you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour Podcast. Hello, who are you and what do you do? Screw with it. It's Samai Savage and all I do is rap, produce, engineer, edit photos, edit music video. I do a lot, but you will find out more about that. I used to be anti-social. That was the whole me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm tryna be a mobile. Before I die. Hey, hey, What's up, what's up, world? It's Brandon Avery. I'm here with Samad Savage. What's up, man? How you doing today? Hey, what's going on? Yo, man, uh, how was the ride? It was long, but I'm here. From, Mon- from Montclair, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Born and raised? Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it, because I know you, you a, you're a star in Montclair and all over New Jersey and damn near the world, right? <laughs> I'm trying to be. Um... I, although I was born and raised in Montclair, I spent like most of my childhood in Newark and East Orange. I didn't really gain notoriety in Montclair until uh, I dropped my song, The Clear, and I think that was 2014 or 13. Okay. Yeah. So you always had a thing for music? Most definitely. Since I was eight years old, I've been producing. Okay. Producing? Yeah. How'd you get into that? Uh, Actually, you, you could ask my older brother, Aziz. He uh, showed me this program that our auntie had showed him. And uh, it's called FL Studios, and he he tampered with it. You know, he, he played around with FL Studios. But every time that I went to my father's house for a visit, that's all I used to do. Is you know, going everybody, FLs. Everybody else was playing video games, Tad walking the dog, and then nah, I was on that computer every time I got a chance. So what 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 brought you to that? Like, you know, what, why didn't you want to do the the video games? Why did you what what you see in that? Like, what did you see there? I mean, I still love video games. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I definitely just. I don't know. I just felt something some at eight. Yeah, like eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like something to draw you to it. Yeah. Um, so do you still use Fruity, Fruity Loops now? Uh, yeah, I use that and um, Logic. That's crazy. It's crazy how people downplay that program. Yeah. But that it's a really good program. Some of the greatest hits so, have been made on it. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started when you were eight. When did you realize like, oh, this, this, I'm good at this producing? <laughs> I, I never felt good at it until like more recently. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm 23 no. now. <laughs> no, no, no. What you mean, like more recently, like 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 recently, as in like seven years ago? Nah, that, recently, like when did I drop the gray area? That's when I felt like really solid about my production. Like, all right, I can, cause cause there's uh tracks on there that are produced by producers I consider are greater than me, and I feel like my tracks still work well around those tracks. So I, I definitely am on par with the people I'm trying to be like. Okay, I, I can see that humbleness. Um, so. You started producing at what what age did you start rapping? Like when did you you know I wrote my first rap when I was like ten, but and then I recorded my first song when I was fourteen, but I started taking rap seriously like as a career when I was seventeen. Okay. At at ten, what did you what type of things did you rap about if you can remember? <laughs> I actually remember like half of it. Uh it was it's really trash. By the way, if you guys are listening to this podcast now and you've never heard my music before, what I'm about to spit, I swear does not represent anything that I do now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it at the time Oh, so my, you know the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the time my name was uh S one, which was trash. But uh some odd one? Nah, I didn't even I don't even know why I, it was named that. It's just <laughs> like it was just trash, but 
it was something like it's S1 and there's no stopping. I get the clicking and clacking and then the popping. Yeah, I can spit fast and I can spit slow. But once I get on the track, I bust like flip mode. It's like it was really right. trash. Yeah. <laughs> for ten years old, I guess it was. But good. yeah, it was it was alright for ten years. Kind of like old. you could have jumped on a Chris Brown track. <laughs> I, I would hope not. I'm glad, yo. I'm so glad there's nothing that I recorded like prior to me actually starting my career on the internet. Like nobody would ever find stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, so okay, so you dropped your first major. You can say your first major project with the gray area. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy because you have you have hits prior to that. Uh, I mean, hits. I guess. <laughs> I mean, like every. I'm no shit. Like I mean, I, I remember because. I know your brother. You know, mm-hmm. that's my that's my guy. Um, so he, we always know about you. We, yeah. And I knew that you rapped. I knew that you produced. I know he was great at producing. I know you made music. Um, and there was a few hits that I didn't look into until after the gray era that I'm like, oh, these uh, are some these are some good tracks. Probably like so uh, I, mean, I know I know in the clear, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, I guess as a as an artist, we want to we want to continue to strive to be the best at what we do, and mm-hmm. we we want to look at what's behind us as growth. But that doesn't mean it wasn't hits. Like I mean, because then you would took it off. They're, they're still on iTunes. Why take Actually, it off? No, you um, took everything off. Not everything, but okay. some odd world. Uh, the project, my my first EP, that's no longer on iTunes. The clear, and I know, I know, are on iTunes still, but okay. it's only because a lot of people will be mad at me. Like as far as streams go, speaking of streams, the gray area. Congratulations on the me. one million streams. Thank you, thank you very much. That's 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 a big that's a big thing, man. Thank um, you. like you're growing. I appreciate. And, that. But you know, I think the best part is you always remain humble, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. not. Including some odd world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what some odd world was humble? No, nah, no, nah, I, I meant okay. The oh, the streams, streams aren't okay. Yeah, it's not including some odd world. Is that so. the gray area and then the last one? What, what? Yeah, just the gray area. Uh, Trust the weird kids. A couple of singles and remixes. What inspired? Because I, I like the gray area, but uh, Trust the Weird Kids is a really good one. Um, I actually have a track that I want to play. But um, you know, my favorite is New Jersey freestyle. Uh, Tell me about that. What what inspired that? Literally, I was like, you know what. I worked my ass off trying to um, make music on the gray area. And I talked so much about like my life. It was kind of a sad album. So I just felt like, you know what? I just want to go and have fun for once. I just want to get on a song, have fun making the beat, have fun rapping and not think about how anybody's going to feel about it and just rap. And I did that. Yeah. Um, I think that was dope. Like that's, it, it gets that little, and you produce the beat, right? Yes. You produce, is it safe to say 90% of your beats? Yeah. 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 And not only do you produce your beat, but you make beats, you do features, mm-hmm. you know, like that's why I said the humbleness comes in because you, you are a level where I think that you're pretty great. You know what I'm saying? And Thank you me. can easily be like, nah, nah, nah. But you, you like in tuned with not only the community, but with people, people that, that aspire to be you, people that always, that just want to be on, that you want you on their track. Yeah. Like I um, mentioned a few months ago, I said, he's on that Lil Wayne shit back in, back then. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Accent, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a really, is that, is that like your plan? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I, f- I feel like nobody's like. And it, it, the only thing that could ever stop me from working on a song with somebody is if they're talking about something that I don't I don't believe in. But you don't have to have a certain level of skill and whatnot. Some people who are in the higher up say, "Oh, that can water down my brand and stuff like that." But it's 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 that it's the fact that I want to I want to build people up. Yeah, I want to blow up and such and such person that doesn't have a name for himself ends up getting more notoriety for working with me back in the day. You know, yeah. like I want to, I want to be that person and, and help everybody that I can. Cause I understand how hard it is to climb that. But um, you do like, you really do. Like, I think if, if, if you don't know him, you know, Google him and, and follow him and see his journey because he really is in a community with these people. Like even like yeah, with the, the shortness of water you recently did last year, um, like you, things like that you don't have to do. You know, I think, what did you get? Like you would take a donation and got a U-Haul truck. Yeah. Like, 
that's, I, I that's pay for the job. U-Haul truck myself, but the donations pay for all of the water that I carried in the truck. Yeah, and you and you you guys work together with that. Yeah. You do um, uh, the best of Essex, which I'm uh, trying yes. to get. You, I'm trying to get you to bring something like that because I think that's <laughs> that's super dope. Like, mm-hmm. so tell me about tell me about the best of Essex, what it is, and and how did it come about? So I, this venue literally gave me the opportunity to have a show there, and it was in my hometown. So I've done a bunch of shows. I wasn't thinking like, how can I capitalize off of it? I was thinking, how can I help other people? get on like more than the people that I know personally that I've just been putting on this whole time. And uh, so I just put out a flyer saying like, you know, whoever wants to sign up for it, like it's only $5 to join and you could possibly at the time win a hundred dollars. So it was like all the submissions. It's just, I wanted to, to get rappers to see like, if you bet on yourself, you sky's the limit. Yeah. You just got to believe in yourself. And it's also a place where people can come and perform without judgment. The only judgment is who there's only going to be one winner at the end yeah. of the night. And who but, judges that? Uh, the crowd. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to leave it up to the crowd. And I love the venue you chose, too. And uh, shout out to the Meat Locker. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. A, a couple of, uh, a band was here yesterday, and they heard about it. So yeah. I'm like, they already, they are up in here in PA, too. So uh, that's, that's dope. dope. So so the crowd the crowd chooses on some, like, Apollo shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the winner, you know, and it's celebrated. But it feels like, to me, from what I, I haven't been to one just yet, mm-hmm. but from what I'm gathering, it's like everyone wins. Yeah, I, it's just yeah, the vibe that you get much. just from the videos, like yeah. even though there's a winner, it seems like everyone has won because yeah, I guess the environment yeah. you created it's as far as the artists, oriented, yeah, you know? we all show respect and love to each other, you know. And you uh, you brought some people out uh, like Be Able uh, that I know of, mm-hmm. uh, Sanai Rose, who's these are great artists, mm-hmm. um, who that's how I connected with them. Um, oh, and dope. you guys actually, they helped me curate the first show in April. Yeah. You yeah. saved the show. <laughs> that was, I tell people that story still to, still to this day that we, we had some, a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and that was a crazy week. And that was just like the, the icing on the cake. Like, come on. And if you wasn't there uh, real quick, what happened was um, we lost a DJ. So I had to get another DJ. We lost the venue. had to get another venue. It was, it was just a crazy week. All that happened in that week. Right. And then, so the DJ, you know, he was, he's a pretty good kid, but he, he, he was a DJ and I club, I guess like club. You know, so I guess he didn't know the ins and out. And then we're sitting there before the show starts, it's like open mic. And Samai comes over and he's like, look, man, I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but like something's off with the audio. And I said, I've been, <laughs> I don't know nothing about that, but I've been feeling, I've been hearing stuff too, like feedback. He's like, yeah. Mind if I go over there and you went over there and you helped him. Mm-hmm. And truth, truth be told, you kind of saved the show because it would have been given, that would have just, that would have just fucked it all up. So shout yeah. out and thanks I'm for that right help, there. Bro. Definitely. Um, so what are your, what? Where would you like your journey to take you? Because I know you are, to me, you, you're, you're moving up at a fast pace. Thank you. you know, um, what keeps you humble? What keeps me humble? I mean, honestly, God, <laughs> that, that always humbles me because I realize anything that I do, I can't do without God. Like, he allowed me to do everything that I've done thus far. That's even with my rapping skills and whatnot. I may, I may practice, but at the end of the day, I was given... The, the shape of my mouth mm-hmm. and my brain in order to be able to put these words together like that. I didn't create that from nothingness. So, yeah. Yeah. T- speaking of your mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Pause. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, how many words you rap a minute? Because you just recently just posted something. See, I don't know about that world, but I know that I know about rap genius. But this was yeah. something called a not genius. Right. What oh, is yeah, the, what I, is I not genius? So the not genius is your thing. I know it's not. It's not even a thing that I did. I just know see that that's genius. fucking genius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so see from the out. So so from the outside, I know about rap genius. I know about that that thing. Yeah. So you create the whole not genius thing too. 
not created the not genius thing. I, I literally was just being funny because I edited that video myself, and I love the little uh, rap breakdowns that that rap genius does. Yeah, and I always want to be part of that, but I'm at a level where I'm not yet. You know? what, what what I'm saying is because I want to make my question clear. Yeah. So not genius is not even real. It's not a thing. I just so I just, you just yeah, nigga, it, you need to just that's that's. I don't want to because because the only reason I don't want to do that is because it's literally a parody of their brand. Yeah. So I don't want to, uh, you know, block some, you know, create good marketing for myself in, in, in there. But the yeah, the marketing part of it was that, I mean, it's not rap genius, but I believe in myself and I'm creating this for myself, you know? That that conversation can go many ways, bro. First and foremost, it is, that was genius marketing. Thank you. Um, it also is saying to you, like, like I tell people now, you don't need that to be that. Like, you don't like, like, okay, you don't need to have your clothing in Macy's to have a good clothing brand. Yeah. You don't need to be on Rap Genius to be a great rapper. And I, that, that's what that just did. Because on the outside looking at it, I'm like, oh, I know about that, but I never heard of that. And that's what they yeah. do there? Because <laughs> you did it yourself. <laughs> Yo, so how many words per, like, that's crazy. How do, do you, know, do you ever fumble your words? Because I, I talk fast. I, I never uh, count how many words per minute. Or like second or anything like that because I'm not I'm not that into fast rap. I I have the ability to do it. I like doing it, but I think what's more important is the uh, content that's within the words that you're saying so fast. Yes, that that's what makes it great. Yeah, because anybody I'm sure anybody can well, not anybody but I'm sure a lot of people can try to rap fast, but yeah. if you break that shit down, like if you was to slow it down and hear what the man is saying, it's they're not saying anything. And <laughs> speaking of that, you are a great performer, bro. Thank you. Like Thank so so much. so. Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm not even I'm not even overdoing it, guys. Google Google this man seriously, because um, not only you produce, but you make your own music, right? Yeah. But then you're sometimes it can, you can produce, you can make great music, but then stage presence is probably what kills the rapper or the singer or the artist, right? Mm, you then have stage form stage performance, like you you I don't even know where are you when you're up there, like where do you go? Shoot, man! I, once again, I, I, every time that I'm about to perform. I literally just try my best to have a conversation with God real quick and just say, you know, like, I can't, I know, I, I remind myself that I can't do this on my own and I need that that energy and that power. I need the breath control. I, I need the uh, charisma and the confidence to wow the audience. Like, I need all of that and it doesn't come from nowhere. So, you know, I ask for that. Okay. Because you got to see this. You got to see it. Like it, We can talk about this all day, but you got to see it. He gets real creative. I remember the one when I visited you in Newark at the festival. Um, mm. And that was just, I was like, I'm only here for one person. Actually, I was here for two people, but I'm only here for one person. Because mm. I'm like, oh, this, you, and I was texting you like, bro, when you going on? Like, yeah. I got to go. Like, when you going? He's yeah, like, about I'm about to go bad, on, you bad. know. No, I mean, <laughs> it's cool. It was cool. But yeah. I'm like, damn, you know, I don't, this is this is my new life. Going to the, This is the new life of me. Mm. So I'm like, Yo, I got to support my mans, bro. And like, I'm about to go on. And he went on. I'm like, just, just, just shut the whole show down. Like, this is just ridiculous. Um, but speaking of your performance, I want to I play something. And I want you then to tell me what it is. Gotcha. All right, all right. So. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Living in a world like Gotham, sidekicks robbing. Sure, man, you the only got a few options. Everybody trying to live, running from the coffin. Everybody smoking, even had a baby coughing. So I'm feeling lost in my surroundings. Trying to keep it together, cause my brother counting on me. And 
let me keep it a thousand I believe in God and that's why I'm smiling on me Tell me what's good, ayy Tell me why they got a mean mug in the hood, ayy Tell me why they had to go and kill my homie, uh, ayy Got a bunch of flowers on the corners that he stood, ayy But we'll be alright Party in the limousine all night To the hood, get a kid's new bikes Positivity in my life Y'all half fast, but I'm finna do my best And y'all half fast, if I'm putting to the test of speed The best believe, I'm finna be a threat, you see I'm just the best MC in my age bracket Rolling like magic, no hat in a rabbit The people is like, who is that? He's fantastic While Jersey is like, oh, that's just a my savage And I got a habit of bragging them nice Got that soul like Chinese chicken with rice I'm on the quest with my tribe If it was 95, I'd probably end up working with Fife Truth, I'm the illest in the booth Just like the villain that do so went crazy and fell off the roof You talking evil, my homie, I'm wondering why anybody would listen to you True. Could be rolling in a mystery van and I bet you still won't have a clue True. You could wear a hoodie without the hood and you still won't be part of the crew Leveling up, don't look for dollars, but in God we trust Saying shout out for we do what we does God Yahweh Allah's an excellent plug Ooh, that's necessary, this here is urgent from Santa God to the mosque and to the churches We gotta show love, I know we ain't perfect But if we unite, I can swear it'd be worth it We not, we not gonna give y'all all that We not gonna give y'all all that So, so, I played that to say I want you to tell me about that That, that piece of art uh, there is not one instrument on that song. Like, that's down to everything. Even the guitar solo part. I, I, I'm learning how to play guitar, and I could have did it with a guitar, but I wanted it all to just be from, you know, you. Yeah. That's me. so. Every part of that song is your voice. Yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted. I, like, my voice can't go that low and that high. Some of it, I am manipulating. Some. No, 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 no. See, yeah. no, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Be- but still, it's still your voice. We're not saying that you'll hear your, you know. But yeah, yeah. every instrument is your body of instrument yeah right yeah i think the hardest part though was uh was getting the the kick to sound right mm-hmm. before that song didn't have a part where the beat broke down and then there was a kick and a snare because uh i just it just wasn't coming out right for, it, it wasn't you. hitting hard enough for me so uh, i i had let my friend uh lump shadow uh shout out to the tennis boys and them i have let my friend lump shadow hear the song he said oh this song is so good but you like i felt like you need like a drop here or a kick here and i'm just like i i can't he's just like bro come on and i'm just like all right i'm gonna try it one more time because i don't want to put an actual kick in there yeah and i ended up making it sound like a, a kick yeah <laughs> so what inspired that like what what told you one morning right you know mm-hmm. I need to make a song, right? I mean, I drop, I drop fire all day, bro. I drop fire all day. I drop fire beats. I drop fire lyrics. Mm-hmm. I need to drop some fire with just my sound from zero to 100 and complete the whole entire track. All right, I'm going to keep it real. So I'm Muslim, right? And there are some Muslims who are very, very strict about, like, not listening to music. So I have a lot of, a lot of Muslim fans. Some, some of them believe in that. Some of them don't, you know? So I wanted to create a song where... 
there is literally not an instrument in there. So, you know, this is, and there's not a curse on I make sure there's not a curse on it. I just wanted to have a song for that specific group of people. Okay. If they feel like, uh, you know, I really enjoy Samad Savage, but I'm just not going to listen to music. At least, you, at least you have this song that you can still listen to, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's deep. And how long did it take to compose that? Shoot. Accumulatively about like, I want to say like... <sighs> I was going to say like five hours, but maybe like 10, because mm-hmm. there was a point where the song was like almost done. I mm-hmm. kid you not. I only needed to rec- record the rap verse, and then the logic file just got corrupted. So I had to start from scratch. How did that feel? Speaking of that, I wanted to talk about any trials and tribulations you've mm-hmm. faced from eight till now 23. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. So tell me about them, because I like to talk. I like I like to talk about the good, of course, but I also this this um, podcast is for creators and entrepreneurs, right? Aspiring yeah. entrepreneurs, people who are still going and people who are just trying to get there. And yeah, we talk about a lot of great things. We bring a lot of great people on. But I think one great lesson is letting people know that we're real. Yeah. Like, yeah, that did happen, but I'm, I'm still grinding, you know? So yeah. tell me about uh, maybe if it can be one thing that one big challenge you faced, even let's say in the last five years. One of the things that hurt me the most, uh, I'm sure everybody knows about that song, um, uh, I'm Not Racist by Joyner Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah, I heard only about, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Okay. I didn't like the movement of it. I didn't like the idea I know, behind I, it. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. And like, I appreciated the song for what it was trying to do. I felt like it yeah. could have accomplished certain other things, but I appreciate the effort that yeah. he was trying to make. Um, so I decided to make my own remix of it with a uh, Muslim side and a Christian side, but not necessarily like, I'm saying like, this is what all Muslims think. I, I went from a very basic perspective of, you can tell that this person who's representing the Christian side is a conservative Republican Trump supporter borderline racist I didn't want to make him like outlandishly racist yeah but um I wanted him to complain about all of the things that he did he he, he doesn't like about uh at least what the media says about Islam and uh and you know have an issue with 9-11 and whatnot but on the flip side of things the Muslim doesn't associate himself with ISIS. He clears up a lot of things yeah. and, you know, talks about what the religion about, talks about how Christians and Muslims are required to believe in Jesus, talks about how, um, in, in this story, how his, his wife and his son died in 9-11. Yeah. So it just, it flips a narrative. And then at the end of the whole video, they end up shake, shaking hands and uh, praying together. Like I try to make something very prolific out of yeah, it. You always try to make things positive, but you always make things positive in Thank your song. So that's a Thank good you. thing too. Like, but it got taken down by YouTube. I don't know who it got taken down by, and here's why. Um, and I can say this now because Jordan Lucas isn't messing with his uh, ma- manager anymore. I didn't. I don't want to speak on it publicly before because uh, I, I didn't want to have an issue with Joyner when there's not an actual issue. I don't know him personally. You yeah. Know? But I had emailed it before releasing it to his manager. And his manager had said, like, it was absolutely terrible. It was defamation of, of like, Christians and whatnot. Like, the worst thing that could ever happen. And da, 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 told me I should quit. I should feel ashamed. Wow, that's amazing. Thanks for the words of encouragement. Yeah, right? Thank you. So I, I felt like Joyner wouldn't have said anything like that. But he said that. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm still going to release it. But I felt like, you know what? If this gets too popular, they might force me to take it down. What ended up happening was I didn't have any direct messages from them or his manager after that. But it was almost at 50,000 views. It was at like 48,000, the most views I've ever gotten on YouTube. Wow. And, um, and it was just, it was going so fast. This was like after maybe about a week and a half of it being posted. Wow. So, um, 
it got taken down. YouTube said it got taken down for hate speech. So why is his still up then? That. Why are all of the other version of, of his, versions of it still up that have examples of hate mm-hmm. speech? And how is this? There's hate exact, speech up there. How is it that the exact opposite of hate speech is in the video? Like the actual reasoning of this video you know, was to bring people together. Yeah. Yet it gets taken down for hate speech. I mean, well, that's I guess it's a, a, a classic media. It know? got like it got like it was at fifty. What were the views. comments like? The comments were mostly positive. Every once in a while, there would be like a negative one, but of then course. somebody I mean, would respond just, to it. Like, yeah. yo, watch the whole video. You know what I'm saying? Like, it had like like f- nearly five thousand likes and like maybe a hundred dislikes. Yeah. So it wasn't that many people that hated it. Yeah. So what do you think your take? What do you think? Who do you think took it down? I don't know. I really don't know to this day, but I know that uh, it meant a lot to me. And when it was taken down, I was just like, I had to, I had to, you know, just, you know, just, just strap my boots up and just keep going. But that, that, that at that point, I definitely wanted to quit because it felt like there was something higher than me trying to stop. Trying to block me. you. Yeah. So you did you question it a little bit? Yeah, I definitely till this day. It's still like I I would love to actually you know have a conversation with Joyner about it to see if like if there's anything, anything behind the scenes. Or um, I would like to have a conversation with YouTube eventually. Yeah. I, I, a lot of times when I get these blocks, it makes me want to be more successful and become a so billionaire I then, so I can like own yeah. these companies uh-huh. and reverse some of the damage that's done or, or help people who are yeah. going things going through things like I did. Because it's like it's sometimes these sites are a walking contradiction. It's like we live in the land of the free, right? And we have a free speech, right? Yeah. But then when we freak when we speak freely, sometimes it's blocked, and that kind of that will discourage people, like you said. You're, the whole message of the video was the total opposite of the, like, mm-hmm. I saw parts of the video, uh, Jonah, which is whatever his name is. I didn't like it because, again, it was like, it was probably the, uh, you can see where he was going with it, but he, it was the wrong time, probably, mm-hmm. the wrong placement, and I didn't, it just, it didn't hit me, it didn't rub me right, so I didn't continue to look at it. And then it got the buzz that it was getting, it's supposed to be getting. Yeah. That should have actually been taken down. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I think it was even petitions, but it didn't get taken down. So then it's when still, you see something yeah, like. it's still up yeah. to this day. And which I'm happy for. I, I think it should be up. Mm-hmm. But, and then when you have people that are trying to, okay, uh, be that are inspired and want to set another message, but then it's a positive message and it's taken down. It kind of questions yourself. Like, all right, yeah. damn, like, is this what I'm, like you said, you want to quit. But then I guess when you reach that roadblock, you then want to be more successful. So that way when you are in a position to be like, you know, YouTube, thanks for, thanks for um, congratulating me on my Grammy. But Back in 2019, yeah. right? Um, y'all yeah. might not remember this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yo, why did I take that down? I want yeah. some answers. I think that's a great idea to be in a position to do that. Yeah. Um, so you definitely were discouraged. Uh, and that's probably a, had a major impact on you, your career as a person. Um, so did you like stop making music at that time for a certain period of time? No, no. Nah, nah. And just like, like, well, when that happened, I was down about it. And I wasn't down about it. I was trying to figure out how to get it undone for about like, less than a week yeah and then once i figured out like yo this might just be uh, i had to continue my life but like just like with uh recording they're scared all yeah. over again i was really sad about it that night i was sad the morning after you worked hard on that yeah and then i recorded it the next day like probably less than 24 hours do you feel it was better than the first one i don't know i don't i don't remember the first one that much i try not to if, if i know there's nothing i can do to change the past i try not to go to it yeah Okay, that's, that's that's really dope. Um, so speaking of like positive message, like I said, to most of your music, you have like really versatile, but most of it it has a positive vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just recently released um track seventy five hundred, right? Missing, yeah. 
Tell me about that. That that's a really because see, that's another that's another one of those similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, seventy-five thousand. Seventy-five thousand mm-hmm. um, women, black women missing. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that. What inspired that? What's the message behind it? Clearly, we we understand from the title, but um, tell me about it. Uh, I just noticed that there was just a lot of uh, African American women being that that are missing, and I felt like uh, nobody's talking about it. And you know, a lot of times we have artists that come out and get political every once in a while. For example, when George Bush was president, and then again now with Donald Trump being president. But people are just political about things that aren't really possible to change. Like these things will always be crappy. You know what yep. I'm saying? Me. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to point a finger at anybody specific or anything. I'm just saying like, yo, all of my black people or all of my white people that have black people around them, make sure that like black women are safe. I'm not, I'm not saying like that black women need to be more precautious because it is obviously not their fault. Yeah. But if there is some ways that we could uh, prepare for these kind of situations. And shed some light on it. Yeah. I'm actually trying to shoot a music video for it, but I'm just trying to figure some things out first. You use your platform for a lot of good too. To, to be politically correct all the like all the time like you you don't you don't have to do this now one thing i do i do want to say as an as an, not as an artist for me as you as, as an artist mm-hmm. how how did you write a song like that and make it a hit like that that's a, like a that's a challenge cuz how do you literally. write a song about something like that mm-hmm. make it a hit but make it positive make people listen cuz you got from, that the, was a point. from the beat mm-hmm. you got to keep listening to it you got to, and then the way you okay you're marketing on it it was great yeah. too so it's like well how do you was there any challenge that's a that's a challenge i think any average rapper when when i made the beat i literally said oh this is like i can't show anybody else's beat this is mine this gotta this gotta go and i just kept trying to write several things to it but then i was like you know what like let me challenge myself and pick a very important topic because it's, it's really hard there's a really thin line between political and corny yeah yeah it, <laughs> so, it is so i was just trying to you know walk that type rope and have it sound trendy enough sound modern sound dope but if you're actually listening to it like somebody uh told me the first couple of people that i showed it they said you know i probably won't realize what you're talking about the first time that i listened to it and i was like you know what that's fine Mm -hmm. because if it's dope enough to get you to listen to it again you'll eventually get the message radio effect Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't want to i don't want to make it so people just hear a song and they're like, oh, yeah, black women are missing. Okay, cool, going on about my dad. Yeah. Like, I want it to be stuck in people's but heads. you had the whole entire zone talking about that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. could have just thrown that in there. You oh, know? yeah. Like that, so that's, yeah. that's what makes it really special. It's crazy. Screw with it. It's your boy, Samai Savage. Hey, guys, this is Sugar Wolf. Yo, this is Will Steasel. Well, hello there, everybody. <laughs> this is August. What's up? It's Ethan Ross, and you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour podcast. Let's get it. Good with it. It's your boy Samai Savage. Hey guys, this is Sugar Wolf. Yo, this is Will Steasel. Well, hello there, everybody. <laughs> this is August. What's up? It's Ethan Ross, and you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour podcast. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you make you make um, beats for people. Um, have you ever had a customer that didn't like your music, your beat that you gave them? No, no, not that I know of. The only thing that I've ever had is one time. Uh, somebody asks if I can, they can get a beat for me in replacement of a beat because their their vibe changed. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And at that point, that's out of my hands. But uh, I've always tried to be very accommodating to yeah. anybody that I work with. You know, you work really well too. You just you just did a <laughs> something for me too. So like yes, uh, yeah. Yes, so like I, I like I like so I like to, when I know when I get to know people, I want to know what they're doing. If mm. I, I want to just support them. And I think 
another thing spreading that around is is should be contagious mm. you know no one is any competition to anyone i don't make beats but if i know someone like every time i think of something like i even went to i went to um z's he's like i'm beyond with you be that one right there for some odd. <laughs> 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 you know, because he, he he on his Jay-Z now. He's trying to fatigue. Like, he, he know he, come on, bro. I'm like, just yeah. do it, bro. Anyway, um, so he said <laughs> it to me. I was like, all right, I don't know what I want. And that's another thing about customer service, too. And I try to, like, um, play that role. Like, uh, I don't know what I want, but I know what I want. I wanted to have this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. And he sent me the other one. I'm like, that's good beat, but I needed this. And then the next one was like, that's it. Thanks. That's yeah. it right there. Thank you, sir. That's that's uh, yeah. really good. All so, I need is a good description yeah. and, and communication. So have you ever had trouble with like a, when you, when people are requesting beats, do they just let you do your thing or do they try to give you like a detailed description? It depends or? on if they're there or not. Like if they're not in the studio with me when I'm making a beat, I ask for them to be as detailed as possible. I usually ask like, you know, like, can you at least give me like three songs that you're trying to model this yeah. song after so I can like chase the sound. But, uh, for the most part, yeah, I usually end up giving people exactly, if not close to what they want. Yeah, I mean, well, then your work speaks for itself too. Like you, just, <laughs> you can tell you've been doing it for a long time because that you. that's just how. So, what's the quickest beat you ever made? The quickest beat? The quickest. Like, can you make one on the spot? Five minutes. I definitely can make one on the spot, like like fast. But I'm trying to think the quickest one. Probably, uh, uh Arsenal, the battle rapper. Okay. I don't want to give him the title as the battle rapper because. Well, that's why I title Mass. He's like he's popularized right. as a battle rapper, but I listen to him a lot more, yo. Does he have albums? He has he has singles right now. Okay, so he actually be spitting, yo. Like yeah. if you really listen to what he's saying, this is a really talented artist. I don't think battle rap is a uh, disrespect. No, it's not. It's Some not of the best rappers. It's are not disrespect, rappers, but yeah, I don't yeah. want to limit him to Got that. You. It's like when somebody says, "Oh yeah, some other rapper." It's like, nah, I do so much do more than more. that. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, it's the song that's not even out yet, and. I love the beat. I made it quick, like on the spot. And what I love about it more is, uh, like just yesterday, I was uh, at a video shoot for another song that uh, Arsenal had. Uh, did shout out to Diz. Um, that's the person who got me there. And uh, Clef was there. Wow. And he heard that song and another song that I made for uh, for uh, for uh, Arsenal. And he said, like, yeah, nah, your beats are really good. And it's like, yo, you're one of the greatest producers of all time. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Thank, thank you. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 what I'll is be, he up to these days? How, how is he? Yo, how is he? He's chill. It's funny. It's like he does what he loves now. And I, I love it. it I'm definitely inspired. Uh, he said the most amazing thing about the Super Bowl is that he said, like, nah, I didn't perform, you know, with Shakira, Hips Don't Lie. But I wrote the song and, and helped make the beat. And, I can sit at home and just relax and make like two million get, off of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he said he was watching it at home, just smiling because he ain't Thanks. have to do nothing to make money. Like, it's gonna be forever, right there. Because that that song actually is gonna, is a forever song. Yeah, I think as a so as a speaking of that, as a producer, mm-hmm. is that one of your goals? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Even I, as a rapper too. What what I really would like to have is an era. So you know how like when a blueprint came out, that was Kanye's yeah. era, mm-hmm. um, and then like the Neptunes had their whole era where like you, you, you want just tell era. it was a Neptunes beat, and the Tim and Timbaland had like his whole era, and Metro Boomin had his own era, yeah. uh, Just Blaze had his own era, Swiss Beats has own. I'm trying to have. I my never own heard era. nobody say that. What I want to have my own era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to have it so like I'm, I'm I'm versatile enough, but I'm trying to figure out like what's the one sound that everybody's gonna Damn, come to. Yeah, that that's good. And what do you have you um got to that conclusion of what's the one sound that you um, provide what step of like what's i love so much music. so you do know. you have a because you don't i haven't heard attack on your beat oh does that yeah, semi semi pick it up yeah semi cook it up cook yeah. it up okay yeah <laughs> i love tags yo that's so because again it's like the lyric thing you ever hear a song and you 
you mm-hmm. saying the words and you look at the lyrics like, nah, I'm still using my words. Cause yeah, like yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was semi. It's it. So it's semi. Pick it up. Cook it up. Cook it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. See. So but cook the, up that beat. Yeah. The the funniest thing about that is like I like a, a lot of people don't know that I produce still, so they thought that was just my rapper tag. And I'm just like, so so other rapper's are coming on, so they're like, yeah, I need a tag like you. And I'm just like, for what? You're not producing. <laughs> rappers feel like they need their own tag now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said, like, stuff, that's, that's something new now that you're trying to do. Yeah. It yeah. Doesn't, I don't think it'll make any sense. Yeah. Keep, keep it to the producers. Yeah, you can have your catchphrase, but like a tag. Yeah. So now I know that your music is great. You have a positive message. You have some, some good up, some up, some good feeling music that I like to listen to, but your visuals are creative. Really creative. So, like, one of is the real Samad Savage, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about that video. I actually didn't edit or shoot that video. Oh, because you do, but you do a lot of it. I do edit and shoot a lot. But, um, if and and if I'm not editing or shooting, I usually help direct. Mm -hmm. But this dude literally it's it's a friend of mine's, friend of mine's, friend of mine. Uh, my boy, his name is uh, Ume, and his manager, Devon, knew some directors who are from, uh, I think San Francisco, somewhere in California. Okay. And they were in town and they tried to, uh, you know, just sell me a video. I'm like, bro, like I, I barely got to see your work. You know what I'm saying? So they said, you know, let's just try this out. And we went to New York and just like shot the whole way up. And it was, it was so fun. One of my favorite videos I've ever done. Mo- one of the most professional ones. Uh, my, my favorite video I've done it though is, is probably watch out. Yeah. Then after that, the, uh, the real some shady. I mean the real some <laughs> which is inspired by the real some lady. And then after that, uh, uh, so, okay, yeah. So because you, uh, I'm sure you, you write your own treatments and you can direct your own videos. Do you ever clash? I don't always. I, I've written a lot of treatments for my music, but I never actually exacted the treatment that I wanted. Yeah. Other than uh, a video that I don't even want to mention because I don't like it anymore. <laughs> okay. So so with that being said, when you do work with these directors and, and videographers, do you ever clash because you kind of know what you're doing? No, no, no. Do you give them full creative control? It's it's like I give full creative control and give a couple of, you know, tidbits of how I like want things. But no director has ever been like, yo, I think your idea isn't that good. Yeah. Most of the time, me and the directors end up building together. It's like when I work with a director, we're like teams because I have edited videos and directed and and shot before. Makes it easier for them. I'm not as good as them. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So where do you where do you see? What do you? What would you like to see Samad's average in about three years? I know we want the. I know we want the era, right? We want to find that 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 sound that gives you that era. You're on your. To me, like I said, your little Wayne train. Like I, lo- yeah. I love that. I think that's like a, like a real smart thing to do because it's not the the best part is you don't fucking suck. <laughs> so so it's like you literally jumped on like jump on. You can jump on any track and mm-hmm. you giving a lot of people a chance and you still be humble with that. And I I, I think that's just like a dope idea right there. Like that's Thanks. just. That's just dope. But what, what would you what would you like to see yourself? Shoot, man. Uh, I just I, I want to shoot for the stars, but I'm totally happy, not complacent, mm-hmm. but I'm totally happy if I'm just able to continue like the past three years that I have been living, continue to live off of music. Yeah, that's all I want. You know, do what you love. Yeah, to be able to do what I love and not have to work for anybody else. Same. Same. I don't want to, I want to just do what I love every day. That way I'm happy every day. Mm-hmm. When I make mistakes, I'm making them on my own terms. And I yeah. think that, so like if I don't wake up tomorrow, that was a good day, man. It was some good years, yeah. bro. I think that's a great thing. Um, so wrapping it up really quick. Um, are you working on any new projects right now? Yeah, I'm working on two or three. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know that you said uh, I, I'd always do this. <laughs> I mm-hmm. try to wrap it up. I know you said you were um, you're really tired because you work. You've been practicing for some shows coming yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, wait, when is this dropping? I don't know. It might drop late. See, this thing is so I made so. Here's what I did. It's gonna. It's probably gonna drop earlier than it's supposed to. So my my genius. I had a genius idea, right? Mm-hmm. That if I started this podcast, if I record a year's worth of episodes. I can just be kick my feet up, right? Because uh, I didn't I didn't expect it to do as well as it's doing. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. So I said it's fifty two weeks in a year. I'm mm-hmm. gonna record fifty two episodes before we drop the first one. Here's where the genius part comes in at. So when I record episode seventeen, when is that gonna come out? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, damn, now it's like, all right, all right, how are we going to figure this out? So now I got to, I just, I'll just pick whatever the weeks is going. So honestly, first it was don't say any particular dates because I don't mm. want to be um, constricted to dropping at a certain time. Yeah. Now it, it, it might, it, it can be shit. It can be next week. So. Well, it, all right. The, you know, the only thing that's tricky about that is like current events and things and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But all I'm going to say is, because uh, if I'm, if, if you miss this one, I probably might do it again. Uh, I'm performing at Turkish Royale's uh, Mad Minds event, and it's going to be lit. When is it? The upcoming one is February 22nd. Okay. I I wanted to ask you if you noticed this, and it's the last thing if you want it to be. It don't have to be. You you must don't know me. I go. I (laughs) I go. I try to keep it. My goal was to keep it in 30 minutes. That's Uh, my personal goal because uh I know I don't like listening to podcasts that are like too long. Yeah, I get that. If the conversation is good, see, I like to think that when you hear this, you're gonna see the points. It's gonna be points, uh, so you're gonna want to continue to listen. Sometimes yeah. when I hear podcasts, there's like some dead points. Yeah, most and it's definitely. like let me skip, skip, skip like a YouTube video. Yeah. I'll keep going. All right, go. <laughs> so check this out. You know how you came by to my house for like this the social tour interview? Yes. That beat that I was making in front of you uh-huh. ended up being the beat on the second track of the album. I don't know if you remember. No, I stopped. I'm gonna go back. I'm telling you, go back and watch that video, right? And once you find it, send it to me because it was in like my old phone. <laughs> it's in, it's on the it's on the it's on the Instagram, but it's got to be my phone. So I'll yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, check it out, listen to it, and then listen to the second track of Trust the Weird Kids. Stop. No, okay. I don't know if you know, mm-hmm. but I go off the universe. Mm-hmm. I go off numbers. I go off trends. I mm-hmm. go off dates. Uh-huh. I go off times, like like and and things like that. So like you just put on an Easter egg. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> we, you, we, in case y'all didn't know, I already knew this though. But social, we was up in the uh, Trust the Weird Kids album second track. In case y'all didn't know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but that's super dope. No, I did not know that. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. And I've that been was looking for the video so I can post it just as a little tip. I, I, I'm fans. gonna get the video to you today. That's crazy. See stuff like that I like, and that's why this is what I say when people remain like remain humble. Like people, no matter how talented you are, bro, you gotta have a, a humble bone in you mm-hmm. to be able to meet real people. Yeah. When you when you think that you're above the clouds, even if you even if the internet says you are, don't be. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, like I don't know who you think I am. Mm-hmm. Please stop, stop stop talking to me like that. Like yeah. seriously, come on. I'm a regular person. Like, even including you. Like you know you've you've been knocking out tracks. You 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 popping. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But every time I text you, call you, actually do something for me, respond. always respond. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, to wrap it up though, do you feel the social is important? If so, why? Uh, I feel like it's definitely important because, you know, you're you're definitely digging into entrepreneurship, but you're also just talking about like I just I, I love the fact that you have antisocial in, in, inside of things yeah. because there are people who are entrepreneurs who have to deal with social anxiety and it's hard for them to do these events. And it's like they want to follow their dreams and whatnot. But I feel like you're 
that uh you know person who's helping them over that barrier of saying like get over your fears we're all anti-social we're all scared to get out there and just you know keep going though. yeah it's so crazy like i said easter eggs right so mm-hmm. um speaking of entrepreneurs that have social anxiety i don't think i have social anxiety because i talk a lot but mm-hmm. i know that i have stage fright right mm-hmm. so um when i did the first event like i, I have I did another genius plan if i always have a host i don't have to talk yeah right because i can talk to a room full of people but to me i think my max is like 10 right yeah so remember we had the, the very first show we had the two twins i'm like this is double trouble i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm perfect you know i'm good i got this is this is gonna be dope yeah and at the end they know me a little bit and they go b you gotta go say thank you yeah. and i said no, like that's what y'all like. What the fuck? Y'all, that, no, that's like that's that wasn't a part of my genius plan. That y'all don't know. That wasn't a part of my you know. That wasn't part of the program. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that. Like you can't, you can't preach this 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 being social thing and everyone gets out and gets to know each other and yet you're sitting here behind the curtain type exactly. shit. So I'm like, please don't do it. And um, they did. So I went out. Now one thing about me is I never get nervous. Mm-hmm. I never feel low mm-hmm. ever. My heart was pounding out of my chest. Like I respect anyone to step on any stage. I don't care if it's stage. If you step in front of any per, any person and do something, yeah. you're respected by me. And my heart's pounding out of my chest. And I just it was. I think I looked down. I don't. I don't ever look down, bro. So let me tell you what, what got me. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent me the video. No one's ever gonna see this video. And they, if you guys got it, Nia and they delete it. <laughs> I looked at the video and I'm like, that that's not even you. Like I was looking down. I look. It was just so much who I wasn't. And yeah. I'm like, you know what, this year, like, that's my goal. I got to be able to talk in front of people. Like, I can't well, talk in front of a crowd of people. Uh-huh. And I have to be confident because I'm, I'm a really confident person. So, like, that was the lowest I've ever seen in my life, in myself, in my life. So, I'm like, you know what, I got to um, I gotta get over this. So you know, this this brings me to the idea of that, that I had the other day that sometimes branding can save people's lives. Mm. Because I try to make myself be the positive inspiration in everybody's life. That's always been part of my brand. Yeah. Some days I don't feel like it. Some days I feel sad. Some days I want to, like, I, I never drink in my life, but some days I want to try drinking and, yeah. and smoking weed and shit. But I'm just like, you know what? I can't I can't do that because I feel like there are some people who are supporting right. me that I would let them down if I started doing that. Exactly. So now, with that being said, the story you just told, you didn't see that you had that problem, but due to your branding and what you're trying to accomplish, I, you yep. have to change yourself and I, become that man, thing that you want to be. It was crazy because there's so many Easter eggs. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. So the next show is pretty good because I don't like to be defeated. Yeah. I'm my own competition. I don't care about anything else, you know? So it's like, no, nah, you, you, that's never going to happen again. Yeah. So the second show um, is good. Mm-hmm. The third show, I'm standing on the, there's a picture. And I love this picture. I'm gonna actually going to print it out somewhere. I'm standing above everyone, like mm-hmm. pointing. I'm like, and that's why I need to be from now on. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, and also now I can then practice, I can preach that. Because yeah. I already, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a very positive person. I want people around me out when I see things in them. I want them to thrive. I want them, again, what this company is built off and based off, um, getting people to be able to do what they want to do. Yeah. But I think that I did that. And so it was like, I actually thought of, actually, this is probably in the beginning stages. The social tour is not only for other people, but it's kind of my own journey too. Because as a creative, as a creative, we all are the same. I believe we do our work. We go back in our dark room. We we live our our, our antisocial lives. Yeah. We be we want to be social so bad, but when we're in a social setting, we are we're, we're not really social. That's why when I um put together the events, I, I call it force networking. I kind of force people to get involved in in, in yeah. network with one another and put everyone at that's, ease. And that's extremely yeah. hard to market. So yeah. congrats to you. Yeah, it, thank <laughs> you, man. Seriously, it's like it's, it's like to me. I tell people like you can you can write down everything I'm doing every show. You still never get it mm. um, because the way it's done. Um, and we we give the, we set that we set the tone and put everyone at ease and give everyone an experience with yeah. with with also featuring these dope creators like yourself you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But it's shape it's reshaping people like yes I can do this like right here this space right here um, 
will never be a social tour here. Mm. But we have different things here. So I want to be open to it. Like we open the door. If you want to just walk in here and start rapping, mm. guess what you got now? You can walk in and start rapping. Um, we have, it'll, this, it's, it, it, it's exchangeable. <laughs> it's exchangeable. Like you got to see, the, like I'm going to break this shit down mm. and everything moves. Like last night there was a band here that came in. They was like, hey, I want to bring a band. Definitely. We're not, even, we're not even open, but I've been testing out. I want to I make sure my vision match what yeah. I got here. I made it really um, kind of intimate so I won't be able to have a social tour here. I can't. That's, that'll defeat the person that's traveling. Yeah. And he's like, hey, we're going to bring the band. All right, cool, the band. He brought a band. Like, I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah. It was super, I'm super excited. I'm sure the neighbors liked it. Um, but it was, that's what you should be. If you want to come in here, Mike's here, start rapping while somebody's over there producing the beat, while somebody's over there writing some, writing the movie script, while somebody's mm-hmm. over there working on some pictures, working on a video, painting the picture. That's the setting. So uh, one, of the, one of the people I met with, they called it a creative hub. Mm. So it's the perfect, that's the perfect environment for a creative hub. And there's so many things other that go on this, on this, on this roof, which we can talk about after. But, um, Again, building that, building that, this foundation, this company based off of what I feel. And I think it's still my personal journey too, to be able to be um, less antisocial. Yeah. Because I'm very social, but when you're, until you're in an environment where you don't want to be. Yeah. So how can you preach, guys, you got to all work together, blah, 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 and then, and then have an event <laughs> and don't even talk. <laughs> like, what kind of crazy shit is that? But um, after that time, it was like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so wrapping this up, where can we find you at, man? Shoot, you can find me on samadsavage.com. Uh, there's merch there. Yeah, there's merch there. This guy's an entrepreneur. I don't want to cut you off because I can keep this shit going. I'm telling you, this guy is an entrepreneur. He you got merch. You got a vinyl record I got to get because I had a fucked up year last year. Now, that's another thing, too. Like, he's not even, he's not even, he's like a friend at times, you know, yeah. checking up on. See, the things that, we can't wrap this up. The things that, <laughs> the things that he has done, like, People don't have to do, right? We're not best friends. We, we just know each other through your brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so that's another reason why when you do certain things, I'm sure that I'm not the, that means I look at things in the masses. I'm sure you do it to most people that you know. Yeah. You know, like I, I think I was, I was, you know, dealing with some shit mm-hmm. and out of the blue, like, man, checking up on you. How you doing? Yeah. You know, but it's, it's that type of people you need in your life. And I yeah. do the same thing to people around me. It's like, hey, are you dead? You know, yeah. and actually, uh, I think I was only worried because I saw that like you wasn't on Instagram. Yeah, and I was just like, it, everybody that I know who's ever deleted their Instagram are going through either a really dark time or going through some kind of transition. Yeah, and thankfully it was a transition. Yeah, definitely. That's another <laughs> thing too. I t- a lot of people did that. And I'm like, I said, guys, I don't even post when I'm when I'm on Instagram. I said I just had some work I need to get done, and mm-hmm. I don't ignore people. So one of my my biggest peeves is I cannot ignore people on the internet. So if I'm getting messages, it's still distracting me. So I just kept one the business page up, of course, and you I just removed the other ones. Button. Yeah, and then of course only the real ones will reach out to you. Yeah, like yeah. Um, and one thing I can say that I that I learned from Aziz. Now this is I'm always gonna say today I die. Mm. He's the only person that I know, and I'm I don't care if you feel any type of way, whoever, who checks up on me and never wants anything. Mm. When I tell you, when I tell you, never this man has never asked me for anything or called me for any reason other than to make sure that I'm alive. Mm-hmm. So what that done for me, like I've, I've, I've done that, yeah. you know, but I never did it. I never did it like he did it. Like it can just be like, it's two days, bro. Like you living, yeah. bro. Cause I ain't hear from you in two days. Yo, I suck with you it. Know? I suck with it. I got. Same. There they go. Yeah. Right. I got a grandmothers and grandfathers that like, I talk to maybe about once every three weeks sometimes like, but it's just, it's 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 hard when you're when You've I feel moving. like being an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's the hardest job to keep in touch with people. Because I, you know what, I can't. But yeah. you know what, 
I've learned, see, it was I didn't feel bad. I've learned to keep in touch with people who keep in touch with me. Mm. So it wasn't like it was a uh, like a bad thing. It just it was an eye opener because I do reach out to people and I yeah. don't because I'm always moving. So it's like, bro, the phone works two ways. You There's, know what's like the best thing that I've ever learned as an entrepreneur? Five words. Thank you for your patience. There you go. Because <laughs> I I apologize all the time. I'm always saying sorry. Don't you, and I'm yeah. always late for everything and stuff. But don't. I learned those words and I'm like, yo, that makes me feel so much better. It makes yeah. it seem like even if you didn't have patience. See, I don't apologize though. Because <laughs> you know what? I just want, I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur as a customer, I'm sorry. Because I hate one of them. That's you one of my apologize. things. <laughs> All right. I just said, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. Contradicting myself. But I, I'm, I hate when people disregard my time. Like mm-hmm. you text me or think I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Like, no, if anyone knows me, I'm always going. I'm always doing yeah. something. So don't, I'm not about to, no, I'm, I'm good. And I'm, I'm always late. So when people come late, I don't, I just want people to, one thing they give me is when they're not communicating. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm always late. So it's yeah. like, I'm going to walk in like I'm on time. So if yeah. a person's late, just be like, yeah, I'm 10 minutes, 15. You can say 10, 15, 25. Now I'm back to 30. At yeah. least you're communicating. Um, but yeah, at people that they just completely disregard their time. And I think that one thing that he saw me is like, I only check on people to check on me. So when I don't hear from him, Yo, you do you, you dead? Mm-hmm. No, I I brother, you bye. Because right, cool. and I think that to to me, like everyone that really not everyone because I stopped picking up the phone for certain people because I don't like ignoring people, so I pick up the phone. But everyone who has called me always wanted something. Mm-hmm. So when you start seeing the pattern, like he always did it, but I never paid attention to it. Yeah. And then one day I'm like, yo, you know what? The only person who ever calls me and literally never yeah. he has never wanted anything was these. You know the thing about that is like. Because I, I have people who every once in a while will hit me saying like, dang, bro, you can't say hello at least. And it's like the way that I, I feel about that is that sometimes with certain people, you have to understand that as much as you have their back, they're going to have your back. Yeah. So I don't mind that people don't, so a lot of people don't check on me and ask how I'm doing or whatnot. It doesn't have to be a concern, yeah. but as much as I'm helping you. I'm going to expect that help in return if I need exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So just like if you said, you're, if you're not, if you can't check on me, the least you can do is help me out as much as I'm helping you out. Exactly. And that's the thing. I don't care who, I don't, I'm not saying this to be like, yo, call me. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm making the point of when people only call you when they want something yeah. versus the people that don't want nothing just to yeah. check on you. Like you said, now you don't got to check on me, but if I'm, I want you to help me out as much as I'm helping you out. Exactly. It's, it's mutual. And I don't, like I tell people all the time, if you know someone and you cannot utilize them as a resource or mm-hmm. use them for something, then mm-hmm. you don't even know that person. People yeah. use the word use and think it's a bad thing. It yeah. can be, but no, but that's no. like me. I know, I know that Samad is a producer. Yeah. Why am I going to go on a producer hunt when I can reach out to this person? That doesn't make any sense. There's a resource. Everyone, everyone you know, and you take your phone book of the last 15 people, you, the last, every 15 people you talk to throughout the week, mm-hmm. and you, you see what their use is for. And if you're not utilizing for their, their top tier use, then maybe you need to reshape who they are in that box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have a theory on it. I, I feel like uh, every social experience is extremely transactional. Mm-hmm. Like, when you are in a relationship with somebody, it doesn't even have to be the way that everybody thinks or is thinking about right now. But a, a genuine transaction of feeling loved, uh, a certain a certain amount of love that maybe you got from from your parents. You know what I'm saying? You might need that out of a person. Yeah. You might need to laugh. So you might hang out with a friend that makes you it laugh. Makes you laugh a lot. the most. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, it doesn't mean that. Every everybody has some sort of use. Some people talk they to me to. because they feel like it's therapeutic and. Yeah. 
that's using me, but that's not a bad thing. Exactly. I agree. And that makes it perfect sense because it's very true. Like you have mm-hmm. to have some type of exchange of yeah. something because then what are you getting? Seriously. Like what do you, like, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I love just being me. Cause I be in this in my own world. It's like, like, why do you, I don't understand that. Like, what's up? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Is it me? Like, is it? Because it's like, what are you getting? Even down to going to a store to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. What are you getting in that in that transition? Like, you have to get something from someone. And if you got to have on your mind that maybe they're using me or I'm using them, then you're in the wrong mind. You know? Mm-hmm. So, again, man. So back to that. Don't I mean, look at it like they're using me. Look at it like, oh, I'm useful. I'm useful <laughs> unless they're using you. Yeah. Like every time, every time yeah. they need a ride. Every time they need a ride. Oh, you in the area? Well, I wanted to go to get something to eat, but you know I have no car. You mind yeah. taking me every time, nah, every yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Then don't, it's like, don't, don't yeah. Don't be a, a clown. You'll know. Yeah. But again, like I'm, I'm of use. I mean, I think that too. That's why I don't mind that because that's, that's that's when I get upset because I love to help people. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing. Like I enjoy talking to people for hours. I enjoy I enjoy everything that I do because I only do things that I enjoy. Yeah. But then when I get the niche, it's like, damn, like this person. Let me check off this list right here. This person never even did this. Like, mm. I mean, listen, I'm good. I'm okay. I mean, we still cool, but you better go in this box right over here because yeah. you're not giving me like you said. Even if you're not checking up on me, you're not exchanging the same thing I'm exchanging with you. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, so where can we find you? Oh shoot! That is how this. Yep, started. that's how it started. Right. I told you. I told you this shit could keep on going, bro. Um, you can find me on samadsavage.com. That's s a m a d s a v a g e dot com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook. Just Google my name, Samad Savage, and Google then type in on Instagram, on Facebook. You will find me. Just Google my name, and uh, check out my latest album, Trust the Weird Kids. Definitely, man. Fifty thousand streams in. 50,000 yeah. streams in. We on number two. We didn't even know you. We about to get this video to Samai. Yo, I appreciate you for coming out as always. Love.